Now we return you to the test card and some music. to the pilot take 101 a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present he is jed shepherd and that guy over there is rob jelly the jelly man rob jelly the third how you doing rj i'm good i've just got over all the cake and biscuits from our birthday bash last week that was a big one oh wow that was a big one i'm still recovering yeah well, also the voice as well is a bit recovering from it because all that singing, how much singing, did dancing, you do? Um, is, it quanti- to- is it quantifiable? What do you mean by that? I don't even know. <laughs> I reckon it is. I mean, how do you measure how much singing something is? I, don't, I think we could release that as a standalone album. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Are we number one yet? Well, we should. I mean, we should be. Are we on top we, of the pops? We, we sung. Arguably yeah. the ten greatest theme tunes of all time. Five picked by you. Well, at least five, five. of them, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's why I said top ten. I wasn't going to tell no, you. you to... I wasn't telling you yours was six to ten. Uh, you had a good one. Yeah. Yeah. One of yours was good. One of them was good. Oh, charming. <laughs> well, listen, we're not going to spoil it at this point. If you just dipped in, but uh, feel free to pop back to take one hundred, which was a theme tune special and celebrated our second birthday Ooh. of the pilot podcast. Thank you very much, by the way, if you've been with us throughout. Um, Genuinely, it's been an absolute treat. I have got a tweet for us to have a look at later on yep. uh, that concerns some episodes we should do next week, okay. if you're up for it, because we do ask if you would like yeah. to suggest a show for us to watch and review. We're very happy to do that. Yep. So we thanks can... for uh, suggesting it, and yep. uh, we'll always try to prioritise your ones, uh, but sometimes I've got like a little few locked in my, bra- my mind, and so have you. Mm. Um, but if you suggest some good ones, we straight to the top of the list. Yeah, absolutely. We, we'll yeah. do our best to prioritise suggestions you give us, and you can tweet us. If you don't know the details by now, uh, we'll do that at the end. Are you well? I'm very well, thank Doesn't you. Doesn't sound like that bloke outside is very well. I think well. he's fallen I think off he something. just fall off some <laughs> yeah. scaffolding. You all right, bud? You good? Yeah. He's all right. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been good. I'm a bit tired, though. Yeah. I was up late last night um, listening to your uh, to your radio show. Oh, yes, you were. Yes. <laughs> well, that wasn't the only reason I was up. It's because I went to see uh, the midnight screening of Avengers Endgame. Yes, indeed you did. And um, Good. No spoilers, by the way, don't panic, no spoilers There's here. no spoilers. Um, very, very good. Um, I expected a certain level of enjoyment, and it exceeded that. Okay. So, so in, the, in, the, in the Ten Commandments, we, uh, does it, is the hype real? The hype is definitely real. Does it exceed expectations? It exceeds expectations. Do you want to watch episode two? If there was an episode two, I will definitely watch okay, it. Okay, yeah. good. Fair enough. Um, um, but no, it was it's crazy how it all ties together. Crazy. Very clever writers out there. Yeah. Some very, very clever writers indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I still have them. Well, well, obviously, 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 I included you in that. <laughs> obviously. Um, as you talked about that, how's, how's all the film stuff going? Oh, yeah, good. Ticking along? So much stuff. So much stuff I can't talk about, but. Um yeah, it's... and he's not kidding. He hasn't told me either. So <laughs> no, it's not like it's so not like we talked about this before we started recording, no, and then he's mate. just gone all quiet on you. He hasn't even told me. You know, I am like the first one to like just go on social networks. Hey guys, I'm doing this cool thing, <laughs> but like for these ones, I just can't because like one, I don't want to jinx it. Two, True. I don't. Well, I'm not allowed to basically because yeah. these how these things work because they they're not like small things. They're pretty big things. This is exciting. Um, one other big thing I'm doing is I. Um, me, myself and Rob, the other Rob, uh, Rob Savage, we've been asked by a company 
um, a big game company to convert one of their games into a film. Uh, did I tell you this? I, I don't know. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you mentioned you mentioned something about a big book recently. Oh, yeah, this is different. This Sorry, is this, separate. This is very cryptic and... and yeah. Uh, this is very, very... Uh, so <laughs> let's just not talk about it, Jed, because yeah. otherwise we're going to either end up in trouble yeah. and the end of the pilot podcast might be imminent. I'll get sacked. But no, but basically there is a particular popular game which uh, is being turned into a film or we're going to attempt to turn it into a film. Very exciting. Um, yeah. Alright. So it should be good. Should be good. Awesome. In my stuff. House. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Tired. Um yeah. back to the early stint on Your show was great this morning, by the way. Thanks, pal. Yeah. I listened and one of the things we talked about is a monopoly. Yeah. I, I often like <laughs> let my mind wander further down a tangent tangential avenue yeah. than most would. Mm-hmm. Um and I learned that today um is the anniversary of the patent for thimbles. For thimbles, right? How random is that? In the 17th century, right? Yeah, 1684. Yeah. So I learned that that 1683, there was no such thing as a thimble. No. didn't exist. But it's 1684, ah, there's thimbles galore. Thimbles galore. That's the name of my autobiography as well. Is it really? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, so interesting. Um, but whenever I think of thimbles, I think of Monopoly. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever thought of thimbles. And even when I'm using a sewing machine, I don't think of thimbles. Because old school Monopoly had thimbles, right? Yeah, only uh, until... Um, Two years ago. Oh, I don't know. No, no, six years ago, 2013. I don't the remember thimble. thimbles at all, to be thimble honest. Thimble has been in it since the beginning of the 30s. They got rid of my favourite one, though, which was the boot. The boot. I thought if you were the boot, you'd automatically win because you can move really fast. Um, I'm not sure how that, that's how that works. No, it's not. I, always, I think you've been playing the wrong game here, pal. I always thought if you were the ship, you, you shouldn't be able to move around the board. You should be stuck on dry land. Yep, you are moored up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's not how this works. Go. But anyway, yeah, and it was a good show this morning. It was good fun. Um, and I was surprised to get a text from you saying, yeah. I've just been to see Avengers. And I'm like, okay, was it good? Yeah, I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there we are. But um, listen, that's, that's not what we're here to chat about. We're here to chat about two more television pilots. That's right. Um, so on we go with our next um, couple of shows. And I think there's probably only about another 10. We Left keep saying this, but they keep making new TV Stop shows. Stop making TV shows. We're here forever. It's getting on our nerves. Um, Bloody hell. Actually, it's not getting on our nerves because yeah. these two are very, very enjoyable. Um, some similarities, but some differences as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going first this week. Oh, are you? Uh, okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm going with a show I've just myself got into, and I'm already into season two. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it that much. We went straight into episode two and on. Um, but today we're just talking about the pilot episode of Prison Break. bit spooky a little bit tense a little bit dramatic yeah a little bit industrial i love those like beating drums like mm. that they're on the run but this is sort of like that sort of uh, very choral kind of angelic choiry voice but it's quite haunting as well as sort of soothing and beautiful and yeah it's, it's a, a quite a strange mixture of sounds but it works i think like like most good theme songs it kind of without without having lyrics it it still managed to take you through the journey of the tv show because mm. at the start you hear angelic voices like that's that's freedom yeah and then you hear running and that's maybe the cops chasing you yeah that's yeah um, that's a good way of looking yeah. at it actually as well yeah it's really interesting it's, it's a it's i think it's a, a great theme. do you don't hear it for uh the first episode in the pilot 
Um, yeah. It does happen uh, come episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly as well, this is, I can't really score it on this, but going forward into episode two and onwards, yeah. the title sequence doesn't run for about five minutes. <laughs> like, it's about five minutes. You get about five minutes of the episode, and then you get the title sequence. You know what, I'm, I skip. I always skip the intros. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> you skip the recaps, the intros, and the credits, don't you? I've just got the auto default settings on my on my <laughs> Chrome. It just skips things like that. Uh, but when I do the show, I do go back and, and obviously. Yeah, um, but no, it's really good theme tune. Very sort of moody. Um, sets the sets the tone for sure. Yeah. Um, memorable. Mm, I but, don't think so. I think you recognise it. I've, I've watched every you, single if, episode yeah, of this, and I, think, I couldn't remember it. But I think if now. you heard it, you'd go, "Oh, that's the um, that's the theme tune to Prison Break." I think you'd remember it, but I don't think you could. If someone went sing it, you probably you'd probably struggle. So it's a yeah. bit it's a bit of a iffy one. But like, we can my, come back to that on, on our theme song uh, show last last week. Yeah. In what reality would someone ever do the Prison Break theme? Yeah, song? that's a good point. Okay. It would be like five millionth on the list. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. Yeah, it, it wouldn't make a list of the top theme tunes. Do you know, I'm 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 sad I didn't do Pugwall last week. I just realised you're an idiot. That's why. Come back, we can maybe you know record what, it now. You? I'm st- and slide you're in. a bloody nerd. Bloody nerd. But look, we're not talking about yeah. Pugwall. We're talking about okay. Prison Break. Okay. And this is a show Similar. for those who haven't seen. Um, quite honestly, the title gives it away. Really, it's about breaking out of prison. Um, but in order to do that, you need to be. In prison. Ah. And but then one of the guys isn't in prison. Yeah, that's the twist of this. But uh, it starts off, uh, the very first scene you have is a guy getting uh, a very full bit of tattoo work done. Mm. Um, and it uh, sort of goes on for a minute or so. And the tattooist sort of says, most people for their first one get like, you know, a name or something like that. You've gone for two full sleeves. So you're thinking, blimey, he's gone, he's gone big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he shirts up, pays lady and off he pops. Um Next thing you know, he's uh, back in a office, a flat of some sort. This is flat, I think. Tearing down papers off the wall, yeah. plans of some sort. And you see like little little things saying Fox River on it, but you don't quite know exactly what yeah, that is yet. There's lots of stuff in there that you will get certainly alluded to later on yeah. in the first series. Um, and then uh, starts chucking bits of computer out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, not like in the sort of, he's lost it, but like he's sort of covering tracks. And then next scene you've got is him in a bank mm-hmm. shooting into the ceiling, holding the bank hostage in robbery. Well, at least that's what you think he's doing. Well, that's that, that's what he's making everyone, leading everyone to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing is in court. Um, yeah. And I'm speeding through this on purpose. No, it's good. I to think get, he's doing to well. Get, to get to the point of why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't contest the... Um, he sent the charges, the charges. And, and his lawyer's just like well, 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 why yeah <laughs> what are you doing? she's like she's completely confused by this as well and um so she uh, the judge sentences him to to um go to prison mm-hmm. um he does have one request and that is that he goes to fox river which as we learn is the name of the prison and you think can, yeah can i stop you for a second yeah, go on. if someone if a prisoner he who's admitted guilt says, can you specifically put me in this one prison? If I was a judge, I'd be like, no, mate, you're going to this other place because obviously you've got something set up at this Fox River. <laughs> Why on earth would they let him go to wherever he wants? And I was just like, this isn't what happens. This isn't a real thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if any, by chance if any legal... Um 
know-how is listening to this podcast. I studied law for a semester, one semester. So I know zero. <laughs> if, I mean, if anyone listens to this and does happen to know that if this is actually a thing, if this is really an option or whatnot, then yeah. please feel free to tweet us and just, just give us a, a very quick overview. But I, I've seen this in other television shows, I'm sure of it. And but, it must be a thing that you can request in America. You can do it if it's part of like a plea bargain. Like, okay, I, I'd, I'll say guilty if I can get this, 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 this and this. Um but he he he'd already like said he he was guilty. Yeah. So I wasn't quite sure. Anyway, I he, wouldn't let him. Basically. At the start, you don't really understand the depths to which he has thought about this. His motives, yeah, and and the motives um, until he gets into Fox River, um, gets sort of signed in, gets a cell, meets his cellmate, starts doing the rounds in the yard. Sucre, Sucre, um, who is a, quite a key character throughout series one. Yeah. Um, and actually, and even in the pilot episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, until you get about 20 minutes in. It's mm-hmm. a 42 minute episode. Um, 20 minutes in, you understand that. Well, actually, a little bit before then, you understand his brother is in the prison. Lincoln. And, and then it starts to become clear what's going on here. Yeah. He's trying to get some. He's trying to see his brother. Um, who turns out he's on death row. Mm-hmm. And 20 minutes in, he goes to the chapel. And that's where he first gets a chance to actually eye to eye see him and yep. and tell him I'm getting you out of here mm-hmm. and thus prison break becomes cemented in obvious great setup great yeah. setup just just the name of the TV show gives you all you need it's like okay you, you know where the show's gonna go it's called prison break you're expecting a flipping awesome prison break yeah um, and you definitely get the kind of intro to to what's going to happen in this episode. Yeah, you get, um, I think, one flashback, maybe two throughout the thing. Uh, you, you get certainly one where Michael, um, who's the guy who's gone into prison, got himself arrested, got himself into Fox River, goes to visit Lincoln. Um, Michael, in this particular scene, is a civilian. Yeah. Um, he's trying to understand why Lincoln did what he did, because apparently he shot someone, uh, and that's why he's on death row. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, oh, hang on. I can't remember if they mentioned who he shoots in the first episode. Uh, I think they do. It's like the vice president, president's right? brother. Yeah. Vice president's brother. Brother, right, okay. Um, so that's why he's on death row. Yeah. Um, also, you get some clues a little later on in the episode, towards the end, that there's not all is being... Not as all above board, shall we say. Not yeah. all paperwork is being filed correctly yeah. in that manner. Basically, if you're going to help... If you're going to help <clears throat> uh, someone um, who apparently killed the pres- uh, vice president's brother... You may wish to maybe get a little bit more security around yourself because things can go bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we also get to introduce to the prison doctor. Uh, um, yes, we do. Who is played by, uh, what's that actress name? Uh, Sarah Wayne Callies, who's also in The Walking Dead. Um, she actually plays Sarah in the show. Yeah, Dr. Tancredi. Uh, Sarah Tancredi. And um, I thought it was a bit weird how, like, so he's gone into. He, he, Michael's got one mission. Michael Schofield's got one mission: get into prison, break out his brother. He's here with flirting with this nurse. Maybe he just can't help it. But he seems to me. You can see the look in his eyes. He's so serious. He does have sexy eyes, by the way. He's got sexy eyes, hasn't he? Hashtag sexy eyes. <laughs> but he he's like a man on a mission. And as soon as this woman comes out, then he starts flirting with her. It's like no, no, eyes on the prize, mate. Yeah. And yeah. the prize is the nurse. Yeah. Um, but then this There's- isn't spoilers. She 
becomes a key player in this whole thing yeah. going forward. So this has given you a little bit of a kind yeah. of heads up. Uh, uh, yeah, to, to kind, of, kind of plant some seeds or at least make you aware of the seeds that are being planted in this pilot episode. Pretty much all of the characters that you meet go- going forward have integral roles in the show. Yeah. And that's not to give anything away. That's not to say any more about it than they are just involved and... Clearly, though, Michael has gone in there knowing exactly who he needs to talk to, who he needs to get in with. Yeah. Um, and we don't know why at this point. We have no reason what these people can bring to the table other than Michael's doing us all very deliberately, mm-hmm. um, either trying to antagonise or to kind of buddy up the right people. So in, in this episode, I'm trying to remember, do we know why Michael is so super intelligent? He is... No. Beyond not for intelligent. a while, not yeah. for a while. Yeah, um, that's quite late in season one. Okay, because I, I couldn't remember at what stage. Yes, yeah, quite late right. in season one, if I remember rightly. But this guy is the guy you want on your team. He, yeah, he's obviously thought these things out, and, yeah. and and to kind of jump to the end of the episode to kind of give you the example of how how much he's thought this through. Yeah, every person he's interacted with since he arrived in the prison has a key role to play mm-hmm. within the within the breakout yep. for Michael and Lincoln because mm-hmm. that is the plan. That's not a spoiler that no. they're trying to break out of prison because that's in the title. I, I mean, clearly isn't a name. <laughs> and so the very end, Link and... Because uh, Lincoln's shortened to Link a lot in the show. Uh, Michael and Link are in the like a kind of changing room area because they've just done um, PI, yep. um, which is kind of like handiwork within the prison. Um, yep. They can earn very very small fee of money mm-hmm. um, for doing some menial tasks they chat about it and Link's like well how the hell are you going to get out of me what you know what, what you've seen the blueprints or something at which point the camera pans up and then Michael stood there completely topless I can do covered better than that. in tattoos yeah I've got it on me yeah and then Link's like he looks at him and he's looking at him and with his eyes and his face without saying any words he's like what the <laughs> hell have you done <laughs> What is that? And then yeah. he's like, what am I supposed to be seeing here, Michael? I can't see. What? What is that? Put your shirt on, Michael. And he's like, look closely. And then there's a kind of uh, digital sort of layover yeah. of the prison layout. And he's incorporated it into some imagery, which clearly he knows mm-hmm. um, and sussed out and designed. Such a good idea. It's, it's really smart. So and you don't realise how smart it is until you get further into season one, admittedly. Yeah. Um, but if I think if you're not gripped by this idea at this early yeah. stage, I think somehow there's probably something wrong with you rather than the TV show. So th- this Very is good. this is why when we watch that TV show that you absolutely love with the, when the girls in the bag. Oh, Blind Spot. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's all tattooed up. I mean, yeah, they've obviously watched Prison Break, haven't they? And just ripped it off. I would say so. That's a very good yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. Because I think it's totally in a different way though, in, in that none of them make any sense, none of them are joined up to necessarily mean anything. Uh, they just have to suss out the point. So blind spot, which we have reviewed on the on the podcast. They um, listen, they know. Uh <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Getting carried away with himself, aren't he? <laughs> just because we're two years old now. All right. Um but uh, you, we're yeah, so t- <laughs> yeah. Terrible twos. Watch out, this could be an antic year. Uh blind spot the the tattoos aren't necessarily joined up as such. They're not. It's not a map. Yeah. Um, and there's no rhyme or reason to which one's the next one in the line of se- like the sequence. So, so they they've stolen the idea of tattooing on a body. Yeah. The clues. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's clearly some borrowage there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, borrowage is a word. But I, I, yeah, it's a new, it's a new version of that same idea. Yeah. 
The Borough Witch. It sounds like a horror film I, I've done. That you're going to write, yeah. yeah. Um, 29th of August, 2005. So Ooh. this is 14 years old this year. Wow. This pilot episode. That's crazy. Um, and they did uh, five seasons, 91 episodes over five seasons. I was well late to the game on this show. Well, I don't know. There must have been a break because they finished season five in May of 2017. Y- so I imagine yeah. seasons one and two and three were together and maybe four and five were later on. Uh, yes. Or even one, two, three, four were like together that. and then five was... I'll tell you. I didn't jot down which were so the divide was. Season three. Yep. Season three was 2007, so that works out. Yep, that carries on. Season four was 2007, 2008, 2009. Yeah. So the first four seasons were back to back. Yeah. And then, and then season, they five. season five back in 2017. Yeah. So I, I watched okay. seasons one to four. Yeah. Uh, but I think I watched, I was well late. I think I only watched it in like 2012 or something. And then uh, the final season five i'm not sure i finished that to be honest well i've only just got um, into it I, we, we were looking at myself and our other half we're looking for a new show to kind of get into yeah. um because we finished things like sopranos and um what else we finished oh gotham we're finishing as well yeah um both of which we've watched on the uh, pilot podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were looking for something new and, and people kept suggesting Prison Break. I was like, all right, we'll give it a go. It's very good. And it is very good. It's very good. Episode uh, one called the, called Pilot. Yep. Tick, bonus points. Boom. Um, 42 minutes, nice, easy, nice, good length for a show. Yep. Um, so should we do the commandments now or at the end? Uh, I've, maybe at the end because I've got a couple of, uh, okay. a couple of little points uh, to talk about in this. Um so uh, the the first episode, the pilot episode, was directed by Brett Ratner, <coughs> who you might know as right. a quite famous director. He did, um, let's see what he did. I must admit, this is probably where you come in to your own here because you're <laughs> yeah. very much, you're very familiar with names of directors and producing yeah. things, whereas I am not so much. But then you you tell me like, oh, this guy did this show, and you're like, oh, well, I wonder if it's so good. Yeah, you can see comparisons. So, so um, Brett Ratner, I mean. We'll talk, he's quite a controversial character, but I'll come into that in a second. So he did things like Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, okay. Red Dragon, X-Men The Last Stand, um, Rush Hour 3, Tower Heist, etc. And his TV work um, has been pretty decent. So he did Entourage and Ooh, Blue Blood, um, a couple of 30s, he did Rush Hour TV show as well. But he's mostly known for being um, a sexual predator last year, so... Um, really? He was accused uh, by numerous people, Olivia Munn, Natasha Henstridge, Ellen Page, of sexual misconduct and um, harassment. And he sued some people back for defamation. But um, he looks like a bit of a rotter if you, if you have a look <laughs> at him, to be honest. I would not trust him around... Uh, Many people, but anyway, he is a he's a successful director, or at least was. I'm not sure how much work he's going to get anymore. Yeah, um, but um, he has got a style, and that style is slick. And what you can say about this pilot episode is it's slick, and it's yeah. I think it's a really good pilot episode. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's it's, it's easy for a pilot episode to maybe give you too much or maybe not enough. Yeah, I think. The f- the general feeling of this is that this gives you exactly how much you needed. Yeah. No more, no less. And can we say the casting? Oh my god. Yeah, really. Wentworth good. Miller. Yeah. Never seen him before in my life. No. He's incredible. His brother Dominic Purcell. Purcell, yeah, yeah, plays absolutely Link. brilliant as yeah. well. And Robin Tunney, Robin Tunney, who plays Veronica, who's the yeah. legal uh, legal aid. Yeah. She is in 
like NCIS or something like one that. Of them, yeah, I yeah. can't remember which one she's in. Criminal Minds, maybe. Yeah, that we should do them at some point. I know we've done a CSI, yeah. but we haven't done a lot of those ones. So maybe we should yeah. do a, a little a special episode of them. Okay. In the coming weeks, but uh, you can let us know if what if you've got a particular crime show like that you fancy watching. Yeah. Um, Prison Break. Then that is pilot episode done for that. Mm-hmm. We'll score it at the end of this podcast. But now yeah. it's time for your choice this week, Jed. My pilot this week is a god awful small affair. It's <laughs> You'll understand why in a minute if you don't know the title of this episode. <laughs> it's uh no joke, one of I think the best British TV shows we've ever produced. I'm not saying that the pilot's good, I think, but it is <laughs> Life on Mars. My name is Sam Tyler. I had an accident and I woke up in 1973. Am I mad? In a coma? Or back in time? Whatever's happened, looks like I've landed on a different planet. Now maybe if I can work out the reason, I can get home. Now obviously, because this is the pilot episode, we don't hear that monologue until episode two. No. Um... But I don't think this theme song is very representative of the actual show. I think... It's a little bit Dexter-ish. Yeah, it just doesn't tell you anything. It's just like a procedural... It doesn't give you the kind of awe... What it should have been... Because they they have got the rights to actual Life on Mars. Why not have Life on Mars as a theme song? That's a very good point. Unbelievable. Sometimes you look a gift horse in the face yeah. and you just it, the obvious answer is right there. And exactly. I guess because they, they're using that song a bit, bit later on in the episode. Um, well, Quite a crucial moment as well. Exactly. But Life on Mars, to me, is one of my favourite ever okay. songs. So I didn't have any idea that this show was what it was. Had you never seen the show before? Yes. But oh. I'd never seen the pilot episode. What do you mean? And because I'd never seen any early episodes... Like, you, what, what, I don't understand why you wouldn't start at the start. Right, well, to, to quickly, a few bits of admin here then. Two series worth of this show, 16 yeah. episodes. Yeah. I don't think that I'd ever seen any of the first, maybe three or four. Oh, okay. For some reason. I don't know why. It's not something I followed, but yeah. I have dipped in and out of when it's been on. I guess that's where the monologue at the start comes in handy. Cause, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it massively comes in help, handy because... I had no idea what the occurrences of episode one, the pilot, were to lead us into this. Because it's it's quite, sorry, it's quite hard to explain, but if you don't know how this show works and how this show came about, the the premise behind the show. Yeah, you'll just think it's set in the 70s and it's just a normal 70s show. And and after about, I would imagine, probably five or six episodes, there's less a reference back to it. It just assumes that you're now up to speed because yeah. you've been watching since the beginning. Yeah. Right? So is, I don't think this is one of those shows you can dip into. No, I, I think, don't think you so. have to watch it from the pilot. I do, which is quite clever. Yeah, because it means you have to watch episode one. Yeah. to even get episode two. Exactly. But does episode one make you want to watch episode two? It kind of makes me. It kind of makes me yeah. think. Back in the days when you'd maybe miss a couple of the first weeks of a TV show, and you like maybe start. Th- Episode three or four. Yeah. You'd have to wait for years till it came oh. out on VHS. Yeah. If you were a big fan of, say... And you wouldn't get it. I don't think you'd really understand it. because you no. And you'd also question why you're getting this explained at the beginning and why yeah. you weren't shown it. Mm-hmm. But... 
exactly. you get shown it in episode one. So give us a quick synopsis right. of the episode. I'm, I'm st- the easiest version of this Go possible. On. There's a guy called Sam Tyler. He's a police officer. He's a DCI. Um, and he basically is investigating a bunch of murders in Manchester in the year 2006. Now, these murders are done by a guy called Rames, Colin Rames, who seems to be is, is quite um, a cartoonish like bad guy, basically. So Sam Tyler is trying to find this. Um, and what this killer does is he takes girls, keeps them for 24 hours, and then kills them. Unfortunately, he's got hold of Sam Tyler's girlfriend, Maya. So Sam Tyler knows he's got 24 hours to find this guy, or she's dead, dead meat. Um, so basically, he's driving. He finds out his girlfriend's gone. He's driving back from the crime scene. Life on Mars starts playing on, on his iPod, and he's got his iPod auxed into his radio. iPod classic, can we give a mention to? Throwback. Yeah, I think it, it looks like an iPod 2. I mean, it's the one with the jog wheel in the middle, with like yeah. the, with the two-tone screen on it. You know As you turn it, yeah. Ah, Love that iPod. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like one gigabyte or something. <laughs> um, so it's got, yeah, so Life on Mars starts playing on his iPod, and he's, just, he's miserable about his girlfriend. He steps out of the car... He huffs and puffs, gets absolutely slammed by a, by a, a, a jeep straight oh, yeah. into his face. By the way, you do not see this coming. Yeah, it's at like, all. Yeah, see, like in horror films, that's kind of like a like almost a trope where someone gets out of the car, the, the camera's still, it's quiet. You know something's going to happen. Boom. Um, so it's he gets the middle hit. of the day. This is like broad daylight. Exactly. And you just see his body crumple up on the floor. To be honest, he should be dead meat. Crumple up on the floor. Um, the song's still playing. It gets louder and louder and louder. Mm. And then he kind of goes out of consciousness, back into consciousness. And the song's still playing. And he kind of like, he opens his eyes. He gets back, brushes himself off. Yeah. Everything looks a little bit different though. It looks a bit more industrial, a bit more gravelly, or sorry, dirty. Looks like his car has changed. It's, it's, it's a different model. He looks inside the car window, and Life of Mars is still playing. So there is that that link, but it's playing on an eight track. Yeah. No, I love eight tracks. I almost bought one the other day. I was going to say you you surely I own haven't one. got one. No, there's a shop down the road. I was like, is that an eight track? Can I buy that? And he was like, yeah. Um, and I was like, Can I, I'll get some money out and I'll, I'll come back. I went to the cash machine. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? And it was like 85 quid. I'm like, what, what the hell am I doing? I haven't got any 8-track to play it on. So I didn't go back to the shop. So it's probably still waiting. Anyway. Sorry, mate. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I wasn't apologising to you. I was apologising to the guy. Yeah, in I case thought you'd pick it up. So in, as well. in case, oh, thanks. <laughs> so it turns out he is no longer in his own time. He's not in 2006 anymore. He is in 1973. Now, Questions. If you were in 1973, yep. what's the first thing you'd do? Shout groovy, baby. <laughs> Just shout that and then get into the car and drive off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, baby, yeah. What? Shagadelic. <laughs> Is that what you would do? Just turn into Austin Powers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely think this would be absolutely terrifying. I if you've, if, love it. Oh, yeah, there would be an element after you've kind of got over it and understood what's going Well, accepted what's gone on. Yeah. But I think you'd be absolutely terrified if you previously... Well, you still think you're in 2006, but everything's like the 70s. I would go find... insane. I would go find a member of my family and be like, don't open this envelope until 1980-something, 1990-something. Oh, you mean put bets on things? Yeah. Right. Plus, just give them a heads up. And that's kind of what he does a little bit later on, but we'll come to that. So, anyway, Sam Tyler's in 1973. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's dreaming. He can't wake himself up. 
Um, a policeman approaches him and is like, "Oh, hey, mate, what, what are you doing?" And he's and he's just like floating around, and then he just basically he walks around. He's and, really dazed, isn't he? Yeah. Like, m- very and, confused. And think back to the first Back to the Future when he first gets to 1955. It's very similar to that scene. We see uh, a less a less glossy version of Manchester. And the Manchester, at its best, isn't great um, because they have a lot of there's a lot of poverty there in some areas, um, and they don't have all the new buildings they have now, which makes it one of the best cities in in, in the UK now. Anyway, back then it was. Not great, but I, don't, I just think I think it's a very, I think it's an ideal place to represent the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at that time, there was a lot of places in the UK that looked and felt very much that same way. Yeah, um, there were very, you know, there was a great divide. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a divide in society now, but let's not get into that. It's not what this podcast is about. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I, th- I think it's a perfect choice of location to. To really give you an idea of the time, to really give you a proper setting of like this is when we've gone back to. Yeah. Well, he basically then goes to uh, the police station. Um, they all know him. He he figures out, or they tell him he's the new guy. He's uh, the DC, and he's like, okay, right, this is a joke. Like, please tell me this is a joke. And everyone's like, like, hey, boss, you're you're our new boss. He's a new guy, mm. and he still thinks it's a joke, and he, he sees the representation of a classic police force in the 1970s. So you've got misogynists, you've got absolute arseholes, yep. you've got a little bit of racism here and there. Shout out to Philip Glenister at this point, who plays uh, Gene Hunt. He walks in being I an mean, absolute but, TV legend. PG is an absolute masterclass. in Especially being a cop as well. He does these yeah. things so very well, and... Yeah, I mean, just to touch on what you just said, some of it's really awkward to watch in 2019. Yeah. Because, you know, times have changed so very much in the attitudes towards women in the workplace as well, the equality yeah. and things like that. Um, and again, this, is, this isn't the podcast to sort of like kind of get down into the nitty gritty of that sort of thing. But often we get these shows come up and we often talk about how if it's aged well or not. Yeah. And, okay, this show is from 2006. So it has aged really, really well because it's still a cracking show. Yeah. 13 years on after it's been made but it represents the 70s and the attitude of the 70s I think mm-hmm. so well that you look at it and go that's ridiculous yeah like really that, well, that's what we did and you almost take idiots. For, for granted just how well they cast this by they the way look if you like, lived in the 70s I'm not calling you an idiot yeah. necessarily these people look like they are literally from the 70s and plucked out of mm. time just the casting the costumes facial hair the facial hair, just the mannerisms, just the references. All the references are really funny. Yeah. But yeah, so Gene Hunt is probably, for my money, one of the greatish, greatish, greatish and greatest TV characters in Britain yeah. ever made. Um, it's he, a fair statement to make. He is this big, brash, larger-than-life DCI. He's Sam Tyler's boss, and he instantly grabs him by the scruff of his neck and goes, Oi, stop messing around in my in my police station you are under me you will listen to what I do I am the king of the castle around here and Sam Tyler just has to bloody accept it mm. um, and then they realise at some point in this episode that the murders that Sam Tyler had just left in uh, 2006 yeah. they start happening again or well, before well, shall yeah. I say so, so I wrote, this, this is what I wrote down I, the, glad you got to that actually because I wrote down he's gone back to 1973 when the guy, because I couldn't remember his name when I wrote it down, first Rain, struck. Rames, yeah, yeah Rames. Um, when he first struck, yeah, 
um, in the sense that in 2006, when before the, the crash or before the, he gets hit by the car, um, he's he's investigating these crimes, and he's got an exact replica of the crime in 1973 to deal with, yeah. and he's because he's still half thinking this is a dream i'm imagining it maybe i'm in a coma that i'm i'm sort of seeing something in a sort of subconscious sense that is telling me to look back into an old case that will give me a clue to help solve today's case and mm-hmm. um, and it's quite clever there's it's really really clever and there's some lovely moments in it where he is having like these almost hallucinations audible and visual like waking dream type yeah things. like like he is in a coma or yeah semi-conscious and his subconscious is trying to wake him up or someone in yeah. the room with him in 2006 yeah. is talking to him and the voice is somehow coming through the subconscious mind. Yeah. It's very clever. So basically you're getting the manifestation of, of a voice in his head and his, like you said, in his subconscious telling him, Sam, don't worry, you're in a coma right now. Um, like, I know you can hear me and if you can, let me, I just want to tell you that your your girlfriend or wife or whatever is, is safe. Yeah. And he really appreciated that. You can see the relief on his face. Um, so, yeah, and he also is being told he's in a coma. So, we already know from this first episode. Apparently, he is in a coma. Now, despite from- being told that, though, how convinced are you? Not at all. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know what's going because on. Because if he's in a coma, maybe his subconscious is telling him that. Yeah. So and maybe he's dying. Yeah. Maybe this is all happening in super speed mm-hmm. it's happening in like in real time it's happening at like you know weeks worth in seconds he's yeah. imagining it at a high speed and he's actually going through the last few moments of time. who knows exactly. he could be still laying in the road having just been hit by the car yeah but I don't know if we find this out I've not watched on there's only two series to watch in 16 <laughs> episodes um, so it's a very conceivable thing that I could get through the rest of it yeah well you also see that the te- television show speaking of them. so there's multiple weird things happening mm. there's a television show that's talking to him, talking to him, talking about him. It's when he's like, "That's yeah. that, that's me, that's me." I'm here, I'm here. Yeah. I'm listen. So it's basically, overall, Sam Tyler is in. The, he's gone back, back in time. He has to basically solve this crime yeah. in the seventies, which will hopefully send him back to um, his present. And two other things to add. Yeah. Um, well, question first uh, before I go. Start there. Yeah. Life on Mars. Yeah. The name of the show. Yeah. Also, the name of the song that's on the iPod when he gets hit. Yeah. Also playing on the 8-track when he arrives back in 73. Yeah. I should have looked this up. I, I probably know. it. Was Life on Mars, what year was it released? Ooh. Was it 73? And therefore, if it was 73, have they deliberately written a show around the title of a David Bowie song? Or was it just coincidence that it worked? Well, and they... it was originally released in 1971. Because this is the sort of thing that Bowie could have written. Yeah. Originally released in 1971 okay. on the album Hunky Dory, and they got top 10. But then, um, well, the album was released in 1971, but it was released as a single in 1973. So that's probably S- why. Seems like such a strange. I can't work out which way around it all happened. Yeah. The occurrence of deciding to set it in 2006, why that was, but then why to send it back to 73? Why send it back because that song, maybe? Yeah. Or because if they picked something from seventy four, would you have gone back to nineteen seventy four? Well, I was always so when I when I first watched this, I think I started on a, a series two. So then I went back and watched it. Okay. But then I was like really into. I was into all the theories. Like me and my mates were just like, "What happens next?" So we were dissecting the lyrics to Life on Mars. <laughs> so let me uh, let me give you some of the lyrics, and then you'll see how freaky close it is to what's happening. All right. 
So, sailors fighting in the dance hall. Oh man, look at those cavemen go. It's the freakiest show. Take a look at the lawman beating up the wrong guy. Oh man, wonder if he'll ever know. He's in the best-selling show, Is A Life on Mars. This was the number one show on BBC at the time. Probably, the ratings were probably one of the best yeah. ever, I'd say. It's about lawmen beating up the wrong guy sometimes, and they're also the cavemen as well. Um, and it is the freakiest show. So, what came first? Oh, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. The show or the song? Yeah. I don't It's a genius thing. It's a genius idea. Yeah. If it's if it's even remotely titled, if that's just coincidence, it doesn't yeah. matter. It, it just adds to the the whole thing of this show, yeah. which is incredible. It's an hour long. It's 60 minutes. It is. Uh, John Sim needs to mention at this point, who plays oh, Sam man. Tyler. Uh, John Sim plays a cracking lead I in love this. John Sim in everything. Um, and uh, I'm also going to give a mention to uh, Liz Wyatt, who plays Annie Cartwright, because uh, Annie, I think, plays quite a considerable role within this show. She does. I've never been <clears> the <throat> biggest fan of her acting. Um, she plays quite a vulnerable Maybe they should, should play the, that type of character, yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably fair to do so, like when she's... Or, you know, a lot surrounded by lots of chauvinistic men. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They pigs then, but then realised they were cops as well. So yeah. I mean, that'd been ironic. Um, I like this a lot. This was not quite what I expected it to be, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's mm-hmm. only called episode one point one, so it doesn't get any bonus points for that. <laughs> uh, the theme tune though has let it down for me in my book. It should have been Life on Mars. I think you're absolutely spot on right yeah. there. Just put the flipping song on, and we'd love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every time you hear that song, you think of the show. Yeah, forever. Um, but does it, you know, does it do a decent enough job to make you watch episode two? Well, it's time to probably grab the commandments, Let's go through the commandments, and compare them. So, Prison Break against Life on Mars. Commandment one is: Do you want to watch episode two? Yes, to both of them. Agreed. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, more so for Prison Break. Wow. I mean, I literally did watch one, two, and three back to back. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, whereas Life on Mars, I haven't done that yet. Okay. Speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the other ones gone? Uh, does it have a memorable theme tune? I think Prison Break. I don't think either. Neither of them, do, them have memorable theme tunes. No, but I think you would recognise Prison Breaks more so than you would Prison Break. Prison Break. Prison Break. Get used to it. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Prison Break for sure goes into prison. Both of them. Both of them. Life on Mars. Brand new. St- time yeah. zone new time zone new job yeah and it, you've it got that character that you're yeah. with the whole time so yes yeah. for both of those yeah. uh, would you pause for a pee yes. I think you have to I think for you both have to of them on both yeah. points for yeah. sure because you're likely to miss something mm-hmm. uh, do you feel emotionally connected love or hate with one or more of the uh, characters yeah. yeah even though Michael in in, in um, Prison Break is quite a cold guy yep um, his intentions are good yeah, like he's trying exactly. to free his brother because he's convinced his brother's innocent so you definitely empathise with him uh, and obviously Sam Tyler you just want him to get home he's been run over for goodness sake yeah. if you don't feel sorry for him you're heartless mm-hmm. would you recommend it 100% both, both of them yeah, yeah absolutely uh, is there a mic drop I mean I feel like the whole of Life of Mars is like what is going on um, I think the moment that he finds the connection to the 2006 case yeah. to the 73 is a big moment of like oh okay yeah. that's maybe why he's come back yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the moment at the end when he meets Colin yes yeah as uh, a kid in 73 yeah um, and in Prison Break it's the, the tattoo stuff with the, the blue but you kind of knew that was coming yeah I think you know it's coming yeah. but I think you had that sort of moment where it's still impressive with, with Link you're like oh Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, oh, fair enough. Done that, yeah. um, does it defy expectations? 
Prison Break's lived up to everything I've heard about. Um, So to kind of roll that into the hype as well, it's definitely lived up to the hype that I've heard everyone banging on about it. I don't think Prison Break defied my expectations. It met my expectations. Yeah, okay, I'd agree with that, actually. I'd go with that, yeah. Because I had high high expectations because lots of people had hyped it. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And Life on Mars, it's hard for me. Exceeded. Yeah, it's good. For me, it exceeded my expectations because I... I have seen bits of it and I've enjoyed yeah. it, but I never knew it was this clever and this yeah. good. So, yeah, good uh, kudos to that one. And okay. um, has it aged well? Prison Break? Both of them. Yeah. Quality. Life on Mars. Still brilliant. Honestly, these two shows, it's going to be hard to like pick between them because I think they're great. Yeah. Both of them. I say they're only released four years apart. Yeah. Uh, four months apart, sorry. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. August 2005 for Prison Break, January 2006 for wow. Life on Mars. But what do they get out of 10? Prison Break first. I would give Prison Breaks. First episode, otherwise known as Pilot, mm-hmm. 8.5. That's pretty high. It is high. You're not going to give it that high, though, are you? No. I like it. Yes. I can only give it a 7. You can only give it a 7. Okay. And it's mostly because nothing nothing really happens yet. And like the other episodes, like especially the last couple of episodes of season one, oh my god, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Um, and season two is brilliant, but I just think here yeah. it's just it's oh, good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fifteen point five. Okay. Weirdo zone. Weirdo zone. Um, Has it made into the top fifty? No. Oh. Seventeen the minimum. Really? Wow. You got to get a minimum seventeen to even consider the top fifty at this oh point. My God. There are some seventeens that not even in the top fifty. <laughs> oh god. Um, okay. Uh, but life on Mars. You can go first. Your show. I'm going straight with a nine. Really? Yeah. I I think this is. One of the best British TV shows there is, for, for my money. Um, and I think it's a pilot. It's just absolute genius. And to show it's genius, they remade it in USA. And not only that, they remade it in Korea. I was looking, wow. for, the, I was looking for the first episode <laughs> online on Dailymotion. And was like, oh, here it is. Episode, series 1, episode 1, Korean version. So I watched five minutes of that. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> They, did, they didn't get the rights to Life of Mars, though. But like, <laughs> well, that, that's, that's just sort of hint of it somewhat, doesn't yeah. it, really? Um, you're saying nine. I'm saying nine. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay, that's decent. I liked it a lot. I'm very pleased with it. I'm just not sure how quick I'm willing to go on and watch the rest of it. Okay. Theme tunes let it down a bit as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I've watched it now. And now if I ever watch any future episodes, I'll have an idea what the... Oh, yeah. heck's going on have you seen Ashes to Ashes no oh okay because that oh that could have is... been a good one to do against but we can do it another yeah, time yeah. that's alright we can do that another time because Ashes to Ashes is set in the 80s okay fair it's enough fair, well, we can, we can maybe consider that for another another yep. episode at some point uh, but what we do next week for 102 brings me back to what I mentioned at the start what of was the, the podcast what was the total oh sorry um, Life on Mars was 16.5 okay uh, and uh, so prison, it doesn't make pr- the top 50. prison break was fifteen point five. Okay, but that is two very good scores. Yeah, um, there's a lot. I mean, we've, we're 101 takes into this pilot podcast, <laughs> so we have talked about 200 different television shows and their pilot episodes. Each have been considered against the same criteria, um, and there are lots between the sort of 14 mark and 17. God. And then there's a 50 between 17 and the top one, the top four, which are all on 19 each. My God. And if you want that list, you can go to take 100. And in the descriptions, wherever you find your podcasts, right underneath that is a full list, the entire table. Um, And you can be sure that we have arranged the top 50 into our 
exact order. Yeah. Um, but yes, as I mentioned right at the top of the show, I had a tweet, um, and I've kind of oh there it is. Um, this was a few few days ago, so thank you very much. Apologies for taking this on to get to it. Um, and apologies if I get your name wrong, but um, M. Smalley or Miss Malley, I'm not sure, on Twitter, who I believe literally just started going on Twitter to tweet me this. Why didn't she tweet me? Or she... he, or I don't know. I mean, it could be M. Smalley. Yeah. I don't know, so apologies. Why just, why just you? Listen to a radio show, maybe? Uh, I'm a beautiful human being. That's true. That is true. I forgot that. You're a human. <laughs> um, so what do they say? Do they it just say? says something as simple as this. It says, uh, as someone who is not in that into TV, love the pilot podcast, ah. entertaining and informative. Wow. Uh, want to suggest two great political sitcoms. Okay. So, if you're up for doing these two... Let's, uh, do you know what? I don't even, I'll go into it blind. I will do it. We'll do it next. I've got to tell you what it is. Okay. So you can watch them. Okay. What is it? <laughs> the Thick of It. Peter Capaldi. Great. Isn't okay. it? Peter Capaldi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yes, Prime Minister or yes, Minister. Yes, Minister was the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yes, yeah. Minister was first, wasn't it? And mm. then Prime Minister. Now, I don't think I've ever watched. The I've pilot. never seen them. I'm just or aware of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yes, Minister is the first one. Yeah. That's like. Either way, we'll find the very first episode of that show. Yeah. And the very first episode of The Thick of It. Yeah. And we'll pair them up against each other as next week's political sitcom week. I know, wow. I know it's Margaret Thatcher's favourite show, so. Ooh. Minus points already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for that uh, sweet. Hashtag put it on the list. Put it on the list. We have. We'll do it next week for Take 102. Wow. Um, and if, look, That's if, democracy in action. Uh, right there. If you've got a show or, or a couple of shows you fancy putting up against each other yeah. that you think we should do, mm-hmm. let us know what they are on Twitter. Jed? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And I'm at The Jellyman. That's T-H-E-E Jellyman. And yes, we sing that every week if this is the first time you listen to the pilot podcast. So... Again, get used to it. Um, <laughs> delete the podcast. Um, so there we are. That's what we'll do next week. We shall do the thick of it versus yes, minister. Looking forward to it. Episodes. Um, what a good week. Yeah. And that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs>